It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Texas, and 
The temperature is a smooth 98 degrees. I hope your drive home is wonderful. I hope you're feeling real good. And we're going to get right on into it. Brothers and sisters, this evening on the Sister Sweet Show, I have a very special guest. My special guest is an actress on the hit web series, Money and Respect. She plays the character Brandy, and her name is Shamaya. From Oakland, California, she'll be calling in, and we're going to have a nice vibe. So you all sit back and relax. Welcome to all of my special guests, excuse me, <laughs> to all of my local, national, and international listeners. I am so excited that you chose to vibe out with us this evening. I am definitely staying hydrated. I am chillaxing this evening. And I'm going to get right on into it. So, let me do it like this. Hold on. I'm going to take my earphones off. Boom. There we go. Okay, so anyway, brothers and sisters. So, this is what we're going to do. We're going to... We're going to go down memory lane. It's been a minute since I have done this particular episode. Uh coming to the stage, this particular segment, and a lot has happened in the world of coming to the stage. Well, coming to the stage consists of poets, spoken word artists, poetess, film producers, web series producers, directors, just the entire gamut of theater and film, and there have been two people who are a part of our village who have fallen asleep since we last conversed, and that would be John Singleton and Tony Morris. So first, we're going to have a moment of respect. Now, thank you all for joining in that moment of respect for two people who have contributed to the renaissance of our literary culture, our theater culture, our film culture within our community. These two particular humans, you know, story, uh, just like anybody else's, if you grab the microphone, we could talk about hardships, poverty, but still having a vision, still having a goal. And then one day you look back and it's just like, wow, here I am with John Singleton and with Toni Morrison, uh, both contributing to our culture with uh, works of film and as well as work as well as works of poetry liter- and literature, you know, you have to really say, well, wow, you know, we're all getting to a point in our lives right now where <laughs> we have to be real, and we got to be able to say, you know. I need to stop playing around with my life and I need to take my passion seriously and I need to zoom in on what it is that I was sent here to do, what I was sent here to create, what I was sent here to write, what I was sent here to uh, liberate. You know, we all have talents, we all have gifts and within those gifts, are you operating or are you stuck on the side of the road or have you possibly never left the nest or are you still stuck in the landfill? You know, where are you right now? In spite of circumstances, where are you right now as far as your knowing that you have a talent and a gift within the world of film, within the world of theater, within the world of poetry, within the world of literary works? 
If that's you, we're waiting on you. See, the torch is still lit. It just needs to be passed. And a lot of times, you know, people say you're the next, you're the next, you're the next. No, no, no. And that's no diss to the ones who already are. But we're speaking about you just being the new. There can be a next, but what about a new? A new way of literary works, a new way of film, a new way. And and with the onslaught of podcasting and the onslaught of web series, so many young as well as gold (laughs) um, film directors and producers have now been given the opportunity to show their talents and with John Singleton and and all the other film producers right on with Lamar Lomack, who is the producer, director of Money and Respect. You know, a vision, a goal, a dream, you know, getting it out of nothing and turning it into something. That Now, that's not everybody's story, but it is a familiar, familiar chapter in a lot of people's journey. And I salute everyone who has gotten on the wave and said, you know what? Let me show what I have. Let me step out on faith. Let me spread my wings. Let me be who I need to be in order to provide more jobs and to make a mark and another stamp in the renaissance of our culture. It is it is crucial that you do so instead of sitting back and saying, ah, that sucks or, you know, hating on the next person for doing something that you are supposed to be doing. Also, get up, get out and get something. And that way you won't be hating and dissing and putting thumbs down and not liking and not resharing and just, you know, throwing throwing that shade on the next person who decided to get up, get out and get something and who wants to who wants to be more than where they are. You know, have you. How does a killer whale survive in a goldfish aquarium? Hmm. Okay. Now, brothers and sisters, this is what we're going to do. I love playing videos for educational purposes only. And that is just to enhance the, um, the process of the podcast it is to kind of just make you feel at home, get get a sense for where we're going for this evening. And that's just what it is. So I got a couple commercial breaks that I have to play. And then after that, I have a clip for you. This clip is brought to you on YouTube by the OWN Network. And this is John Singleton. And he's sitting next to Ice Cube. And he's breaking down why he created Boys in the Hood. You know, and I could have played a clip of somebody, you know, announcing his death, but we just, I like to celebrate the life, you know, just the life. I want to celebrate the life. And I thank you all for listening. We'll be right back. Okay. Right after this, these two commercial breaks. Well, I'm going to see you on the other side of the clip. Okay. Hold on tight. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to coming to the stage on the Sister Speak show. I am your host, Ayana. Thank you for tuning in. Are listening to the Sister Speak Show, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, impact, and evolve. Easy listening vibes, electric energy, contagious conversation. Listen live and on demand to the Sister Speak Show, where contemporary meets vision, sound, 
a talk show for great minds that create, inspire, impact, and evolve. There's a new movie that really cuts to the heart of an American crisis, Boys in the Hood. It is an important movie. This movie was written and directed by a young black man who is only 23 years old. He's with us today. Welcome, John Singleton. say, I was, we were talking about this just briefly, John, uh, at the beginning of the film, before there's really any opening credits or anything, the title uh, comes up and it says, one out of 17 black American males will be murdered each year, and most of them at the hands of another black male. Is that why you did the film? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, I did the film actually to show how the difference between what a responsible you know, open-minded black man would do in raising his son. And so I could contrast that to, to the way, you know, his son's two friends would be raised just by their mother. Uh-huh. And uh, what we show in this film, you know, that there's a mother in the film who raises her two sons, and one she overly loves, and he becomes irresponsible and a teenage father. And the other one she doesn't love enough, and he becomes a gangster. Uh-huh. And that's Dope Boy, this Cube's character. Is the story and, that you told in Boys in the Hood your own story? Well... Well, my, the story of Boys and Hood is just the catalyst for me when I went to live with my father. Uh-huh. I went to live with my father when I was 12 years old. My father whipped me into shape, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> straight up, yeah. you know, made me. I did too. I was 14. Fathers yeah. have a way of doing yeah, that. They, you know, yeah. it made me mow the lawn and take out the trash, stuff like that. Actually, I, one of my I favorite. I never had to do, you know. One of my favorite lines in the movie is when, um, oh, this whole audience, again, has, has uh, seen the film, is when. Uh, Trey goes to live with his father, and the little boys are out on the lawn, and he offers them some money. The father offers them some money. Larry offers them some money to, yeah. to cut the lawn, and they yeah. say, who, and he offers them $5, and they say, man, who do you think we are, Kuta Kinte? <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Well, I think that's what's so wonderful about your film is that it is, a, I think, just an excellent portrayal of, of a, a middle-class black father, not uh, lots of money, not driving a Benz, just just a strong black man. a hard-working man. brother that, that, yeah. that cares for his son and, and, you know, cares how his son is raised. Mm-hmm. You know? And, we, you know, we need more brothers that, that you know, if they're going to have a child, they have to look out for the well-being of their, their, their children. Hi, excuse me. Yes, you, the entrepreneur right there. Do you need a logo for your brand? You do? Well, remember this name, Kiara Douglas. She's a sister queen whose design services I use that will elevate your brand. See these logos right here? These are just a few of the logos that she designed for the Sister Speak show. She's affordable, she's creative, professional, and on time. All you have to do is just go to Deluxe Designs, LLC, and tell her that the Sister Speak show sent you. Vision, 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 sound, 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 action, 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 create, 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 inspire, 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 impact, 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 evolve, 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 evolve. Welcome back. You are listening live to Coming to the Stage on the Sister Sweet Show. I am your host, Tiana, recording live from Dallas, Texas. It is 98 degrees. I hope everything is going smooth for you. I hope you are getting out of your car, stepping into your home safely, 
And I hope that you are getting ready to sit down and relax and vibe out with us. I'm not going to take up too much of your time, but just enough of it because on the Sister Speak show, we want to be the flavor in your ear. We want to be a part of your listening shuffle. We want to be a part of your listening palate. For some people, we are an acquired taste. For other people, honey, we taste good just like that. So anyway, brothers and sisters, you know, with that clip that was just played about Boys in the Hood, where were you when you first saw Boys in the Hood? How old were you? And what did you like about that movie? Did it, uh, do you feel like he depicted the story of the hood properly? Do you feel like it was, kind of had a little bit of a ghetto fairy tale-ness to it? Like a, like a hood Romeo and Juliet? Like what did you think about Ricky? I mean, what did you think about it? Like, what did you think about the fact that John Singleton was able to take a part of his own life and incorporate it into a script and create a classic? What you think? You know, a lot of times people will go to a movie and they will tell you, oh, it sucked, it was good, it was this, it was that. But I'm going to tell you, there are some movies you need to see for yourself. No matter how great the critique is, you still need to go and check it out for yourself. Why? Because there are classics that cannot be explained or described or book reported or anything. You have to just experience it for yourself. And in that experience, it allows you to just kind of like feel comfortable with, hey, you know what? What I'm seeing on the screen is kind of, I can relate to it. And it makes me know that I'm not just um, segregated in this struggle, that this is a almost like a culture and it is something that can evolve. And it then makes you kind of, you know, step outside the next day in the hood and be like, you know what? I can get out of here. Um, I do have an opportunity to escape, but I do understand that danger does look around the corner, you know. Drive-bys occur in every hood, you know. Uh, there are love, there's love in every hood. There are so many details that interconnect everybody who resides, no matter where they are. And with this particular movie and with the vision that John Singleton, Singleton had, and the characters that were cast, it's almost like you, you could not picture anybody else in that role. Now, I will say that Cuba Gooding Jr. did throw me off uh, later on in life. What do you mean? Because when I first saw him, that was the first time I ever witnessed him acting on the screen. I remember the alarm because I used to watch a certain uh, soap opera and she was on that. So I remember seeing her uh, then. And I remember seeing, you know, Ice Cube as far as NWA was concerned. And uh, it was, you know, and, and, and Lawrence Fishburne. But in particular, Cuba Gooding Jr. stood out to me later on. And here's why. Because of the roles that he went on to play. And then, I don't know, just sitting there and listening to his interviews. It was like, wow, you know, he just, I don't know. I think he really, I could not see anybody else playing his role besides him. But later on in life, I feel like the roles that he took on, I don't know. I just, I, I, maybe I didn't allow him to grow because I still to this day can't think of any other movie that he has starred in that 
struck out, stuck out to me and struck me as electrifying other than boys in the hood, you know, cause the boys in the hood, they're always hard. <laughs> and so many people like boys from the hood. And there are so many movies that have been birthed from hood living web series from hood living. And, you know, with John Singleton falling asleep, which is the words, the, how I describe what you all would call death. He's just asleep. That should be comforting for somebody. Um, because if you're just asleep, that means you will wake up. I'm just, just comforting words for somebody who's going through a grieving process. Now, the thing about it is, you know, with him falling asleep at the time that he did, he was just getting ready to take on his production to an entire level with TV. And he had just been given the opportunity to produce, I believe it was like 17, I don't know why that number is sticking out to me. And I don't want to give you all the wrong information because I did a recording on this. I'm going to have to play it for you all on another segment because if I go to my files, it might turn off my live. But, you know, he was set to really go in a whole new direction for black television. And he fell asleep. It often makes you wonder why certain things happen the way that they happen when they happen when you have a vision. And, um, but also remember where there's no vision, the people do perish. So I don't want anybody to be intimidated. You know, whatever your assignment is, you must go through with it. But he really did a lot for black actors and actresses. And I want to salute him for all of his work. He really worked really hard and he paved the way and he allowed a lot of names to then go off into other acting opportunities and he still kept producing and he worked hard. And you want to make sure that you have accomplishments. I don't care who you are, what the circumstances are outside of a debilitative, you know, situation um, where you are almost really a vegetable. You cannot allow the devil to outwork you. <laughs> He's always busy. Okay? He's always busy. And you need to be too. You need to be about that work. You need to be about that. You know, people say, I'm about my bag. You need to be about building your life. You need to be about building relationships, securing relationships, securing accomplishments, securing so much more than just the average. You don't want to be basic. You don't want to be basic. So salute to you, John Singleton, for everything that you created and executed and then brought to, for our eyes to see and to embrace. And you have encouraged so many young boys, young men, and so many actors and actresses because of the work that you produced on film. Your depiction of life is what makes you genuine and about that. 
that's when you can say somebody's about their paper. You can't be about your paper if you don't have a goal, if you don't have substance, if you are not always out there on it, and if you do not have humility and integrity. You just won't ever secure it, ever. You will be a penny heir. That's it. What? A penny heir. I said it. You will be, okay, copper chain, you know, that's just it. They'll call you Copperfield because that's the only thing that you're going to find in your field. No harvest, no plenteous, no, no uh, overflow, just a Copperfield because you are a penny air. You do the link up on that wordplay. Here we go, brothers and sisters, money and respect. And we'll get into Toni Morrison. I'll talk more about her, but I want to kind of get into this. Money and Respect, a web series out of East Oakland, California, okay, produced by MC Films with Lamar Lomack. Oh, the L's, honey. The L's and the T's and everything else. Don't want to ever butcher anybody's name. So, you know, with this vision coming to life, Three series in, season finale this Friday. I think this is amazing to watch it from beginning to end. The story's unfolding. It's been consistent. It has continuity. The characters are serious about their lines and about their roles. And they have stepped out and done something that I feel like is amazing. And so I want to play a clip for you all. This is from season three, episode four of Money and Respect. Now, whenever I drag it out like that, that means I'm trying to find it. We'll be right back after this. Why are you certain? 
Let me kill her, bro. Let me, let me kill her. Bro, we gotta stick together. Bro, stick together. Bro, the same person that tried to kill you tried to kill me. Exactly. So we do gotta fucking stick together. Shut up, bitch. Say. Fuck you. Oh, I just had to set your mouth. I need y'all to calm the fuck down. Oh, we gotta figure this shit. Oh, y'all irritating as fuck. Can we just calm the fuck down? Right. We'll figure it out. Come on. Come on. Listen, listen, listen. 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 Listen, Welcome back. You are listening to Coming to the Stage on the Sister Speak Show. I'm your host, Ayana, and that was Brandy, Ashley, and Diana on the hit web series, Money and Respect. And Shamaya, my special guest, plays the role of Brandy on this web series. And I'm telling you, you got to watch it from season one, episode one. You cannot come into it on season two, episode five, because you're just not going to get it now. And I would, and I would not tell you that if there was no continuity, but everything makes sense. It all lines up, but you have to watch every single episode you must, and you will, you'll get it. And then I'm telling you by episode four, you're going to be singing the theme song. Doom, 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 doom. I mean, it's the, it, it is, it, it catches you. And next thing you know, you just sing it and you just, it, 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 it's a part of my, I'm saying it like a million times. It is a part of my Friday playlist. And I got a confession. I get upset when it doesn't come out every Friday. And that's not because they're not working, but they're filming. So when it's time for that next episode, I'm like, yes, finally, finally. And then I hate to hear that it's a season finale, but that's just how it goes when you're creating a web series. You know, you have to have your seasons and you have to have your finale. And, um, you know, I was really proud of the fact that I'm able to witness a place that I grew up around, you know, coming from the Bay Area. And then it's like, oh, I, I know that, or I remember that, or, you know, it just is, it, it, it's almost like, um, it's just comforting, especially when you're, you know, in a different location, but to just see things from where you were, it just, it's, it's just good. And it also opens up the avenue for so many kings and queens, brothers and sisters, to be able to, you know, act. And then 
be cast in more roles. And then next thing you know, they blowing up. That's the beautiful thing about you activating your passions. When you do that, you open up doors for other people and then they open up doors. Now, it's not saying, you know, oh, you got to live off of me and it's all on me. And if I don't make it, we don't make it. It's just simply to say that when you are activated in your passions, your cup runs over and there are going to be other people there with a straw that have been assigned to your life to receive the overflow so they can go ahead and activate and operate in their talents. I mean, it's a blessing to be able to know that you know that you know that this thing, you do well and it was assigned to you to do well. Nobody can do you better than you. Nobody can outdo you. And when it's been assigned to your life, You will look back and you will say, you know what? (laughs) Everything that I went through was nothing but a jigsaw puzzle piece. And here we are. And I'm able to operate in all of my gifts because it all makes sense. You know, you don't know why you're doing some of the things that you're doing now, but I'm here to tell you it's going to make sense as you keep on keeping on. I'm just being real. So let's do this. Are you interested in making a web series? I mean, are you ready to launch into the known and the unknown? Are you willing to... Finally do that thing that you said you wanted to do. Sorry about that, you all. That's the wrong cue. Are you all willing to just jump off into that thing? Well, let's just talk about it right now. How to make a YouTube web series. Number one, get your idea or at least be motivated to think of an idea. Also, choose your genre, whether it be reality, comedy, sci-fi, serious, or whatever, just pick something. Okay, that's step one. Step two, draw up an outline. Once you are ready and, see, here we go. Once you are ready and have a solid idea, you need to have a plot outline for the season. Do this every season. Write the plots for all the episodes you plan on doing. Try a minimal amount of episodes for the first season. Most do six for small, but if you are sure it is going to be great, you can do 12. Step three, take the plots and write all the scripts. Even reality shows have written plots and a little writing in them. Never create a series and not plan it or release anything before the series is done. Keep in mind of what's available to you. You cannot afford to blow up a building. Think in mind of things that you can use in the show. Keep the episodes under 10 minutes or less. And that's based on your skill level of writing and recording, I believe. You don't have to do that. Get, But for first timers, you might need to do that. Number four, I just added that in. Number four, get your equipment, camcorder, tripod, computer, DVD tape. If you have an HD camcorder, it will be better quality for your show, but it is not necessary. This is my tip. Always invest. 
Always invest. You always want to always be upgrading and investing in your vision. You'll get your money back. Trust and believe. Number five, hire people for your show. Cast and crew. Your friends are not always the best choice. Try to ask people in drama if you go to school or put up flyers for an audition. Hold on, let me get this together for you. Okay, put up a flyers for an audition. If you don't own the camera, then let the person who owns it operate it. It, If it is yours, don't trust it with anyone you don't know. Make sure your cast and crew are dedicated and will do another season. Episode, Episode six, number six, shoot it. Film your first episode, then edit it. After that, do it with all the other ones. Shoot the, first, the take a few times from different angles. If there are two people talking, have two close-ups and a wide shot. So do three takes. Seven, edit, edit, edit. So you've shot everything, all of your angles. Now put it all together. Use Windows Movie Maker if you don't already have an editing software. When somebody talks, cut. When somebody talks, cut. Two. Then if the character says something shocking, cut back to the other person for the reaction. If you think you're done, then save it as an AVI or a WMV. Now let me go over that one more time. When somebody talks, cut two. Then if the character says something shocking, cut back to the other person for the reaction. If you think you're done, then save it to an AVI or a WMV. Once, number eight, once you have all your episodes done, show them to the people who worked on the series. Then cut a trailer using all the episodes, put it on YouTube, leave it until it gets a little bit of interest and hype and views, then build the hype. Then if you get people interested enough, put out the release date for the series. Then put out an episode every week when the series is supposed to come out. Nine, when the whole season is done, released, wait a month or two, then count all the views together that the episodes have and decide if you think you have enough to go for another season or if the fans are begging for more. If you think and everyone else thinks it is a good idea, then repeat all of this again and have fun and if you want to do a lot more episodes next season here is a fact real tv series have 22 episodes per season okay so anyway that were that was the nine steps to creating a web series on youtube brought to you all by wikihow I printed it out for you all, and you can definitely go on WikiHow, and you can go on any other type of Google search or any other type of um, search for wisdom when it comes to theater, film, production, when it comes to script writing, when it comes to acting. You must study. You must study to show yourself approved. You need to make sure that you are doing better than basic. If you can do better than basic, You really, really, really have your foot halfway in the door. Stop always thinking that there's one way to your quote-unquote acting celebrity evolution. No, ma'am. No, sir. There are more than one way to show us that you are highly qualified as an actor, actress, 
director, etc., within the culture. Okay? You have to think outside of Hollywood. You have to think outside of that. That does not mean don't pursue things that are there for you. But it also means don't put all your eggs in one basket. And when one audition fails in Hollywood, and I'm not speaking that into existence, I'm just, that's the balance of life. You're not going to get everything and there are parts you will be cast for, whether co-starring, back-starring, front-starring, whatever it is. You need to also understand that there are other levels of acting. There are other levels of directing, theater, web series, short film. There are other ways to gain the capital that you need in order to produce, the capital that you need in order to buy equipment. There are sponsors, there are philanthropists, there are investors that only want to work with us, people like you and me. And they don't want that um, MAGA type of investment. They want to invest in pure, authentic storytelling and pure, authentic depiction on screen or stage or over the microphone. Because one of the aspects of my acting is voiceovers. So I am always doing um, portfolio building projects to show my talent. I've taken classes. I've studied from the time I was young how to speak, how to act, how to project, enunciate, articulate, all of those things. Stage presence, body language, getting rid of certain little habits. Some people bite their, used to, you know, some people bite their nails, bite their lips. I used to wiggle my nose, just wiggled it. And I got yelled at severely. Vern Henderson broke my whole life. I was 12 and he yelled at me. I think I was 11 or 12. Stop twitching your nose. I mean, he said it. I was traumatized. Traumatized. Ayana, you'll be playing the role of a traumatized little girl. (laughs) Okay. But guess what? And I'm talking about my nose. You know how it is when somebody tells you not to do something and it's just like the urge to do it just like kicks in like 100% more. So my nose started, my nose, it's just like it wanted to wiggle, 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 wiggle. But I had to break that habit. And so now, oh my gosh, I want to do it right now. Anyway, (laughs) but anyway, there are just certain things that I did in order to be able to get on this microphone right now. Being able to have energy, being able to improv, being able to do monologues, uh, speak for a long time. And and be able to speak to one person in the crowd or a thousand people in the crowd. That's another thing about performing. As As an artist... You have to be willing to do a play that may only have six people in the audience. You may have to be willing to perform on a stage that's not necessarily Broadway. You know, a lot of times it's about how are you willing to be humble and how will you be humbled? 
See, there's some types of smackdowns that we can avoid in this journey. And humility sometimes is um, innate and it is old. It is uh, experienced. It, it comes after experience. Experiencing what? Orchestrated circumstances to teach you that your shh does think. Um, orchestrated circumstances to make you understand that just because you are on a pedestal today that um, you, you, you may have to crawl on your belly tomorrow. Just because you are extremely beautiful today, you may have to go back into a caterpillar, caterpillar season just to humble you, just to let you know that you're not the only person in the world, just to humble you, just to put, just bring it on down, bring it on down. So you can understand that you don't sit high and look low. You don't, so you don't idolize yourself. So you don't out here start thinking you some type of God. Well, we are gods and goddesses. No, you, that's you. I'm not a goddess. There's nothing about me that is a goddess, okay? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am a daughter of the most high God. But all praises, all honor, all glory goes to him. And it's not Jesus the Christ, period, point blank. You know, you know, I don't argue about that. So, you know, when it comes to who you are, sometimes the reason why you're not getting to where you want to be is because you need to bring it on down. And you also need to be willing to climb on up. Some of you want to, you know, there's a ladder before you. And for some reason, you want to monkey bar it up. You you, you, you trying to do some old wipeout version of success where you just going to take the wrongs and you just going to hump hump it up yourself. You know what I'm saying? And to where it's just like, wait a minute, climb one foot at a time, sure foot, strong hands, focus. So you will understand what each level felt like. It's real in the field. Stop trying to monkey way your bar to the top and stop being conceited and arrogant. We must be humble in order to journey into the passions that we so desire. So what, you know, I'm going to say it. A lot of people want to be seen on TV. A lot of people want to be seen. If it's not being recorded, if I'm not having my face seen, then I don't want to do it. A lot of people don't want to do things that they're not getting paid to do it. Look, brother, look, sister, look, king, look, queen. You're going to have to start somewhere. You're going to have to start at 750 an hour, 725 an hour. And based on your work performance, you shall elevate on the pay scale and get to where you need to be. Okay? So when it comes to humility and when it comes to wanting to be um, seen all the time, you're going to have to go on a couple podcasts that are not taped live, That excuse me, that are not aired as far as visually. You may have to uh, do a couple of free free acting gigs. You may have to be an extra and not be extra. You may have to do those things. You may have to completely rearrange your entire thought process about how you approach success in order to understand that you're going to encounter people. You're going to have to work with different type of people and you can't be all arrogant and stuff when you get on the set and on the scene. Can't be all demanding hella heck of stuff, you know, all in your green room. 
I prefer to have Grey Poupon. I don't eat saltines. I eat Ritz. Ritz. I only take a bath with mink loafers. I only shower with the finest soaps from the Swiss Alps. And if it's not flown in, there's no show tonight. I am the only star in the building. And don't you forget it. There's not a star that shines brighter than me. In the galaxy, I am the one, the one, and the one. And you all are beneath me. Haven't you seen my latest work? Don't you know who I am? You are nothing but a pitiful scoundrel, you peasants. I don't dress myself. I'm dressed by my stylist, who only, only, only provides the latest garbs, the only one to provide the imported linen silk only on my bag. (laughs) I don't eat regular food. I don't hang out with my co-stars. I'm too good for that. I'm actually the only one in this world. Nobody exists but me. If that's your type of... I was going to go on and on because (laughs) I was really feeling that voice. But anyway, if that's you... If that's you, oh my gosh, you need to be allergic to yourself. You don't have hives. You can't have that type of attitude. And another thing that I've noticed is that some of us have allowed Instagram to get to our heads. Um, we need to bring it on down, okay? Because you and I both know you don't have that many followers, first of all. Now, some people do, some People don't, and there's more that don't than do. You know, my account got hacked. No, what happened was the third-party app that you were using to make your followers actually had a virus and a bug attached to it, and then they hacked, they got into your account, and you woke up and your pictures was gone because of the fraudulent likes and the fraudulent views and the fraudulent shares that you had on your page. I'm just trying to set you free so you can live in the true you, okay? Who she thinks she is? I think I'm somebody with 779 followers, and it fluctuates depending on what I say, what I do, how somebody's feeling, period, okay? I don't care about any of that stuff. My content is what makes me go, yay, because I have over 1,100 posts Been on this since 2015. I've been on the grind. So when it comes to followers, that's not how I base my genius. That's not how I base what I do. I have substance on my page. Can you say the same about you? So now, when it comes to the fact that you believe you have all of these followers, people check your page, they look at your followers, and they look to see what's really going on. And the truth is right there. It's right there. And then you now um, are putting yourself in a position for people who are of a higher casting ability, a higher production ability to bypass your page because you're not true. They check those type of algorithms. Like I have read a lot of articles because I was fascinated by the um 
inorganic following that a lot of people have. You know, the allure, the illusion of popularity, the illusion of a following just to make you look important, but you still don't have that blue check. Yeah, you know I mean, and I've seen people with less followings get that blue check. So what are you doing today? Everybody wants that blue check. Uh, pretending or um, enhancing or putting a weave on your following really will discredit you at the end. It's okay if you only have 500 people that rock with you. Are they solid? Are they creatives? Are they getting up, get out, getting out there and getting something? Have they liked any of your posts? Like it does not do you any good to embellish who you are, even though you're an actor or an actress or a director or whatever. This is to anybody who does anything at this point. It's okay to be genuine to the point that you don't get overlooked for a major role because you was doing too much. And as a result of your following, now you looking at my page or somebody else's page and you don't think that my show is good enough for you to come on because I didn't buy my following. That's a pitiful way of thinking and I want you to rise from that. I don't need to... Do anything else but watch what God is getting ready to do next. I keep grinding. I keep producing. I keep putting out this show, this network, creating segments for my brothers and my sisters, the kings and the queens and the village and the tribe. I want to be as authentic as I can be. I don't want to cheat. I'm too close to the diamonds. I'm too close to the gold. I'm too close to the jewels. I'm too close. I'm too close to flub it up now, to give up now, to fake this thing now, just to make you think that I've got it going on. That would make me, that would, that would say that I think you're a fool. I would be insulting your intelligence if I did that. That's not what it's about. I don't need to stunt on anybody. I just need to keep grinding because I want to be super successful. So when I do my portfolio, I make my commercials myself. I produce them myself. You know, you've got to make a wave. Sometimes it's you that is the one who's got to do the the whole creation of creating opportunities. And I'm talking about the works and having the faith. I've got the faith and I've got the works. So I'm asking you today, kings and queens, what does your faith look like? What does your works look like? Are you faking it or are you faith in it? What are you doing? Nothing worse than having to tell Instagram that you got hacked when that's not the case. Oh, you got hacked. But it wasn't because anybody was, oh, they hating on me. No, sister. 
No, brother, you just got to leave these third party apps alone, alone that keep asking your permission to get all off in your business with your Wi-Fi identification, with your um, access to your phone, access to your files, all this other type of stuff. And the next thing you know, they're in your business. And a lot of these operations come from places that like to do scams. And I don't want to say any country because, you know, some of y'all might live in that country that does some of the scamming. And I'm going to leave it right there. So we'll be right back after this commercial break, okay? Y'all stay in. Stay tuned. You are listening to Coming to the Stage on the Sister Speak Show. I am your host, Ayana, and I am so glad to converse with you all this evening. Oh, 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 no, no. <laughs> so glad to converse with you all this evening on the Sister Speak Show. I'll be right back after this commercial break. Abilities available from Spreaker Skill on Amazon Alexa. With Spreaker on Alexa, you can now listen to the Sister Speak show from even more places from all around the world. You also have navigation control. Fast forward and rewind podcast to make sure you never miss a second of your favorite show. And then you can ask for show recommendations like the Sister Speak show, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. segment called The Upgrade, focusing on hair, skin, nails, wardrobe, mind, body, and soul. Beginning Mondays in August at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, your physical, spiritual, and mental health matters to us on the Sister Speak Show. Vision, 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 sound, 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 action, 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 create, 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 inspire, 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 impact, 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 evolve, 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 evolve. You are now, you are now, you are now, Welcome back. You are listening live to Coming to the Stage on the Sister Speak Show. I am your host, Ayana, recording live from Dallas, Texas. It is 98 degrees still. And I hope you are doing all right. So brothers and sisters, so far, I have had a wonderful time talking to you all about just pursuing your passions within the realm of theater. Now, I don't want to, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not here to hurt anybody's feelings, but I have to keep it real. I have rolled my eyes every time I look at some people's numbers that they say they have on their following. You know, you can't cheat. You cannot cheat. Don't cheat. Because in the end, you're going to get crumbs. And I want you all to be super successful. I want you to be able to, you know, have media training, have everything that you need. So when you go out as your brand, you are doing everything that you need to do. I want you all to study, study, study. So whatever it is within the culture of theater, film, poetry, spoken word, the entire aspect of the renaissance when it comes to that. I want you to do the best that you can do. And I also want you to stop being lazy. And I don't want you to cheat yourself or other people. You need to always consider this. What does your page look like and what are you producing? What are you putting out? And how are you marketing what you do? 
like I was saying before, I do all my voiceovers because that's how I'm building my portfolio. I have other professional work that I have from when I was in California. But, you know, you have to always be evolving. You have to always be, you know, enhancing. People want to see the latest thing that you've done. And so while I'm waiting on that opportunity for, you know, um, for a, a Dove commercial, and I'm just saying... For a national commercial where I'm doing voiceovers at a national level, you know, I'm going to have to build this because I want them to see the work ethic, the diligence, the, the tenacity and the drive to be super successful and to show them like, this is why you need to choose me for your product. This is why my voice can sell your product and reach a market. You know, you have to know why you are the answer because we are the answer. And you have to be confident enough to walk into the room and know that you've got it. And even if you don't get it, it's the confidence to know that you are highly qualified for that very thing. It's time to evolve. It's time to get activated. It's time to pursue your passions. Now, when it comes to your following, you know, you have to be willing for people to come and for willing for people to go. You know, you could be having somebody follow you for a whole year and you make that one post and they're gone. Or you can have some people follow you and hey, you might be friendly enough to say, okay, you follow me, I'll follow you. And then next thing you know, you start to notice that there's a fluctuation between your followers and your following. And it's because some people just come by your page just to follow you so you'll follow them so you can grow their numbers and they'll unfollow you. It's a it's a stupid game that's played on Instagram. This is how I handle my account. I'm cutthroat. This is how I do it. You follow me and your page looks cool, has some substance, looks like somebody that's not cuckoo for any type of puffs. It don't have to be cocoa puffs, any type of puff. Then I'm going to follow you. And I may even, depending on what you have going on, ask you if you'd be interested in being a special guest on one of my segments. Now, if you unfollow me, I'm going to unfollow you. Period. My page is the page where if you are a part of the village, you can come into my page and get encouragement and see what, what I'm doing to contribute to the renaissance of our culture. But if you do unfollow me, I shall unfollow you. And I am a professional blocker. I block. I blocks. Why? I don't need you in my world in my zone. And apparently, I have a few people who aren't fond of me. And I'm being very transparent. But they can't get enough of my page. Hi. Hi, hater. Hi, hater. And, um, you know, they look at my page anyway. And I block them and they go and they create another page. I am popping more than what I know. I have people come to my page and they won't like anything, but they steal bits and pieces of what I have going on off of my page. I know you're looking because then I'll see 
something similar on your page, but you won't like anything, but I like your page. I've had people come on my show who, I'm very transparent, who come on my show. I've had them on more than once, more than once. And it's as if we never met. It's amazing. But that's just some people for you. Sometimes on this show, I can say something that rubs somebody the wrong way. Oh, well, at least you're being touched. Some of y'all ain't even being touched. So if I'm rubbing you the wrong way with this strong sense of conversation and encouragement, oh, well, I'm, the truth is the truth. Right is right and wrong is wrong. I may not be your cup of tea. That's because that's not what we serve here. We serve water. <laughs> Get like me. So when it comes to managing your page, I block. I delete. I will tell you to stay out of my direct message. If you're trying to come at me in a way that is inappropriate. And I give chances. I've had people call into my show. Not call into my show. And I have them scheduled. Now, circumstances do happen. I am aware of that. And I also have it to where there's a time to call in. And if you don't call in by that time, I can't take your call because I got to keep the show going. I just would like people to tell me, I apologize, I, I couldn't make it, could we reschedule? I've had somebody do that for me. I've had a couple people reschedule. But if you just don't say anything to me and act as if nothing happened, that's just like, really? Really, king? Really, queen? That's how you get down? So just make sure... Somebody reaches out to you and asks you to be on their show that, you know, it's because there's something about you. And we just want to share you with the listening audience because your voice and just how you groove is attractive and conducive to the environment that we live in. And we just want to, you know, share you and, and make the known known and you know, I'm all about rescheduling and everything like that. So, you know, those type of things happen and you have to just continue to press forward and do what you have to do. And that's another part of training. You have to be able to improv and keep going and going because you never know what happened. And a lot of times people work, they might not be able to get off on time. There's so many different things. So be flexible with your guests. And um, if you're able to reschedule with them, always do so. And that's just a tip for you all on podcasting. And this is what we're going to do, brothers and sisters. I'm going to, um, on my next segment of Coming to the Stage, we're going to talk about Sister Toni Morrison and her literary works, um, what she has accomplished, how she is a mentor for many sisters, and how you can leave a legacy, how you can impact the communities, um, with your passions. I just want us to celebrate people, not celebrate, but, you know, give our kudos, kudos to people while they're here also. Okay. 
Um, it's amazing how many times we repost a picture of somebody when they've fallen asleep, but we rarely do that while they're alive. And maybe it's true. Maybe you don't know what you have until it's gone. Maybe absence does make the heart grow fonder. And that's why we kind of go into a quickened state of condolences and um, homages and things of that, giving homage and things of that nature, um, you know, for the people who have fallen asleep. So to my film producers, actors, actresses, and those who were just within the entire cultural renaissance of theater and film and um, stage uh, for poetry and the sorts, you can direct message me at SGT Queen, or you can direct message me at, excuse me, or you can email me at the Sister Speak Show, 8617 at gmail.com. Um, and the beautiful thing about that is I'm not hard to reach, and I'd love to work with you. If you are dope, if you feel like people just don't know who you are, and they need to know if you're ready to share yourself on an international listening platform, then the Sister Speak Show is one of the platforms that you can come on. I received an email. Not only have we been added to Google Podcasts, I've been added to CastBox, but my show was just syndicated on Sonos. I'll do it. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Pause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's just so, so kind. So anyways, um, brothers and sisters, you know, with that being said, this platform is expanding. And I wouldn't sleep on me if I were you. I'm just being honest. Those of you who all listen to this show, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you share it with other people. And shout out to my people all over. I'm looking at the countries that are listening I don't know how you all heard about the Sister Speak show, but I really, really want to say hi to you all. I thank you all for listening. I'm sending a shout out to every single country that listens to the Sister Speak show and every single city within the United States of America. If you're listening to game, then you've come to the right place. If you're listening to laugh, then you've come to the right place. If you're listening to learn more about dope kings and queens, brothers and sisters who are doing their thing within our culture, then this is the podcast for you. But if you listen to this podcast with malicious intent to hate, to say that this is just a little old podcast or whatever it is, if you listen to still ideas or anything like this, it's not going to work. No weapon formed against me has ever prospered. You reap what you sow. The jail you plan for me is the one you're going to rot in. And I hope that you get activated in your passions and purposes to where you don't have to sit here and look like you smelled a dirty diaper because you're bitter and you're miserable. King, queen, brother, and sister. That's just a side note. This is a license to carry state. And 
I choose to carry my word. See, y'all thought I was about to go somewhere with that. I'm licensed to carry my word. No, I don't have a preaching license, but I study the word, I read the word, and I'm aware of how powerful the word is. So moving on, brothers and sisters, you all have been a wonderful, wonderful listening audience. I thank you all for tuning in. Um, Hopefully I can reschedule my interview with Shemaya and uh, we can talk about the web series and just her goals as an actress and you know just so much that I want to um, you know pick her mind about and vibe out with the queen so hopefully we'll be able to reschedule that interview and you all have been a wonderful listening audience I hope you write that play I hope you write that commercial that jingle I hope you are studying your lines. I hope you go and you invest in that equipment. I hope you are able to get your cast. I hope you're able to film in the areas that you need for your web series or other project. I hope today you are motivated to do more than you did five seconds ago. I hope that you stand on that stage and you command the crowd's attention with your presence and your words. I hope that you are able to stand on that stage and remember all of your lines. I pray that your film ends up on Netflix. I pray that your film is viewed several times on YouTube and any other platform that you are sharing your works. I pray that you get to go to the Sundance Film Festival, the Black Film Festival, and any other film festival that you are led to. I pray that people understand what you do. I pray that you are the breath of fresh air that walks into the room and gets all of what you need, all of the capital that you need in order to produce. I pray that you are bold when you depict your stories and your people and your vision. I pray that you don't hold back. And I pray that you get every audition that you are supposed to have, whether it's in Hollywood or in Kentucky. And I pray that you don't hate on anybody else that may get something that you thought was for you. Because what I have learned on this journey so far is that what's for you, baby, is for you. Next Monday, if it's the Lord's will, I will live to see another year and I'm grateful for that which he has allowed me to touch, to feel, and to grow from. Thank you all, my beautiful kings and queens, my brothers and my sisters, for listening to Coming to the Stage this evening on the Sisters Speak Show, recorded live and on demand from Dallas, Texas, where Contemporary means vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, impact, and evolve. Sister, spiritual inspiration shared through the arts. Sister, spiritual inspiration shared through Ayana. You all be encouraged.
trouble don't last always. This too shall pass. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Your morning is on the way. Be encouraged. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.